Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to the Vintage Space with Zay. And Jay. <laughs> today is Mental Health Monday. Let's check yes. in. All right. So, First, I want to say, what did you what did you do to support your mental health today? Or this week, I should say. My mental health has been in shambles. <laughs> Why? As you know, um, youngest son had a fake positive COVID. Yeah. So yeah, it was still crazy. me all week. And, she had this fake positive test. And it was crazy. But, you know, he's out of quarantine now. And I get to go back to work tomorrow. I was yes. able to go back to work, but because no one wants to babysit a kid who had a fake COVID pew, pew. positive test, pew, pew. I had to stay home. Yeah. What did you do this weekend? Um, I don't really know, and that's probably not a good thing. But I don't really know, to be honest. I my brain goes left when I'm not really doing good. I think recently with my, I guess you can say, boo thing, I tried to express myself, and that was my goal for this upcoming year: is learn how to be more vocal. And it kind of destroyed me because as I sent you the messages, it felt like I expressed myself clearly and maybe I wasn't clear enough, but he interpreted it his own way. And I feel like it lost me a great friend and it lost me a situation that I was getting way too comfortable in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the shocking part is I'm not really torn by losing our that situation. I'm torn. Yeah, like, and I am torn at a loss of great friend. He was a great friend to me, but then I realized there was a lot of stuff that I did not like that he was saying to me or that he would do that I think I was just masking like, you know what, but he gives me dick. He does this. He he does nice things for me. He makes mm-hmm. me feel good. But it was just because he gave me treatment that other people didn't give me. And sometimes yeah. even a good guy can be a toxic guy because they don't know that they're a toxic person. So Exactly. You, you know? guys, before we get deep into this conversation, I have a pop-up from Dream. And yes. it says... Don't be afraid to give up the good to go for the great by John D. Rockefeller. Was that not perfect? That was the perfect thing. What the fuck? (laughs) Let go of things this past week. And it's crazy. You letting go of all of that stress and strain. And I actually put up on my Facebook that I have let go of a huge baggage, a huge Mm -hmm. mental burden. And I am extremely excited about it because it's like a chapter that was closed. Someone once told me to close that chapter and keep mm-hmm. writing because keep my writing. story is never done. And it's over. not done to that cast be closed. That's all I got to say. Yeah, and it's like my my next chapter could be something extravagant. And this is the thing. Don't go back and reread that chapter. Oh, please don't. Please don't. I've I've recently done that. Please don't. It's not good. And Mm -mm. the only reason why I'm saying this is because then you're going to mess up your future chapters. Now, let's say you're farther down the line and you decide to revisit that chapter on your own. Okay. But Mm -hmm. don't ever do it the way that you did it the first time. Okay. Say that. Don't and, and, make and don't sure fall it's back into those traps. Want to revisit? Thank you. Do not those crazy traps though, because sometimes the chapter looks brand. 
but then you start reading mm-hmm. the same lines. So, and I know we're huh. being very um subliminal, I guess, but it's a reason why we're saying it like this because let's be real, your mental health is very important, and we are recent right now. We're dealing with some stuff as well. So I make sure I check in on Zay's mental health, and let's be real. Me and her have been some angry motherfuckers lately, and I don't really yes. want to say angry. We've been um, I don't even want to give nobody that type of energy. Like I don't want to give them that time. We ain't been angry. It's just like I've been more angry for Zay I've because been... I've been in that position, and I know how yeah. motherfuckers come reckless for no fucking and, reason. And le- and it's crazy because. If it was a younger me, I would have flashed any other way. But this time I laughed at it, screamed mm-hmm. at it, sent it to who it needed to be sent to. That person didn't back me up. So I took things into my own hands. And I said, from here on, I'm just going to be firm to and stern with it. To prevent my mental health from breaking down, mm-hmm. I am going to be very firm and solid on I what I want that. to do. I respect that. Which is leading us into our conversation. Zay wanted the conversation to be mental health revolving around relationships. So I feel that when you get into a relationship, one, make sure that your mental health is at its best. But two, take time to realize how that person's mental health really is. Don't, And also how their character is. Don't just jump into something because the person like, oh, you're beautiful. I think we should date. No, what you need to do is get to know these people and you need to see where their mental state is and how and they think and how they react. Go back to an ex who who caused your mental health to deteriorate Ooh, in the first I did place. that. You know, I did that and I realized let me tell y'all something. I did that before too. Let me tell you something. If you have someone who everybody they touch, every single body they touch starts to fail the moment they step in your life. And then the moment they leave, everybody starts to succeed. The problem isn't you. It's definitely them. But you're going to become your own problem when you keep running back to that motherfucker. And I just did that recently. Um, and when I say I, my shit went down the drain, it went down the drain, y'all. Like, I felt so numb. But the moment that we had a run-in that caused us to stop talking again, good shit start happening in my life. And I'm like, you are literally the spawn of the devil. You are the devil's Remember. nutsack. Remember, like, <laughs> there are bigger sharks in the lake, in the ocean, in the <laughs> river, in the I'm done, y'all. You know, she know why I'm doing this, okay? Like, <laughs> just, just remember <laughs> that you don't always have to be stuck on that one person because your mental health means everything. And if you're coming into a relationship insecure, you're going to be insecure throughout Insec- the whole relationship. Yes. And it's going to take a toll on you. You're going to burn bridges before mm-hmm. you can even build them but also be willing to i feel like you have to be willing to voice how you're feeling mentally yeah because if to you can't partner. voice it yeah voice it to your partner but the reason i say that is because you know if they give a fuck about you because if you start voicing how you feel mentally and they're like yo stop being dramatic stop doing oh leave them niggas alone leave them bitches alone you don't need to be with them like, it's not worth it because they're saying, I don't care about what you got going on in your head. It's all about me. And if you don't please me and your standards, I might cheat on you. I might leave you. I might. No, ain't no love worth your mental health, baby. And the reason I say this, I've had plenty of friends try to kill themselves. And some succeeded on killing themselves because they got broken. So if you think this shit is a game, this shit pisses me off, bro. Because relationships 
can kill you. They can literally um, kill you. My grandmother told me years ago. Uh, I love my granny. Oh gosh, sweetest little woman. Um, she used to be a, a, a something else thing, and a guy had killed himself over her in front of her. Man, that's tough. That's tough. See, but that's the difference. Yeah. If you don't want a relationship, you can't force me. Because don't get me wrong, yeah, I had a relationship like that too. Where I'm sorry to put this person out there like that. I'm not saying no names, but I was literally, literally trapped in a relationship where he's like, "If you don't date me, man, I'm telling you, this is the end of rope. I'm gonna kill myself." And I didn't like that responsibility, so I went ahead with it. And that was he wasn't like a regret or anything, but I regret how. I agreed to the terms, but I was scared shitless. Like, oh, if I don't agree to this, he gonna kill himself tonight. Like, what? And I treated him, it's not on purpose, but unintentionally, I treated him like shit. And I didn't know it until, like, later. And I'm like, how did I treat him like shit? But when people were showing me, oh, you take your anger out on him, you know, everything that you say your baby father did, you starting to do towards him. Like, granted, I wasn't getting physically, you know, violent with him, but it I turn into my baby father towards that man, and I really regret if it to you, this day. That's another thing I want to say. If you feel like you're going to put your hands on someone soon, oh, please walk away. Get, please walk away. Get out of that relationship. Some people are scared to be alone because yeah. they're scared of their thoughts. Yeah, or some exactly. Or have been alone for too long. And I was that person. I was that person. And to me, I don't mind being alone because I am left with my thoughts. And it teaches me, honestly, I'm a person that I find one thing to fix about myself every time. And Which I, I love that. And, I yes. and that's why sometimes a lot of people I know will be like, how are you just this person who just have no worries and it's like I have no worries because yeah I'm in, in the heat of a moment I might be angry and upset but mm. then I gotta remember this is life life goes on and it's gonna continue moving with or without you so you yeah tuck it up and get with the program or you let it sink you up and eat you alive yo well, when it, it, it's up to you when it comes to relationship, you guys, you have to realize some people hop in relationships to match what's going on in their lives. And when I say that, like for me, um, my very first relationship, I was in a high school where every time I stepped in that school and I told you guys the story as well, it was an attack. And I did not know what I did to these people. Um, I told you why I lost my virginity, but I ended up getting into an actual relationship with that guy. He treated me like shit. I accepted it because he was the only person who in some way showed me some sort of love, even though it was the shittiest love I could have ever, ever accepted. This nigga didn't want to be seen yeah. with me. This nigga didn't want anything to do with me. He just wanted me for sex. Oh. Um, and with that being said, I started to kind of, I, I attached myself to him in a way that was not healthy. So I ended up switching schools and then I ended up meeting my baby father. And I realized that at that point, I, no longer wanted people around i kind of wanted to be alone but i still kind of wanted that relationship too it's stages to getting out of that so it's okay y'all to kind of not want to be alone but also look at the fact that you need to take that alone time to better yourself because it's some shit i don't yeah. accept no more and it's okay it's, uh, you you brought up the fact that 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 person didn't want to show you around mm-hmm. that that's 
that's another thing. If your partner don't want to show you around, it is not you. It is mm-hmm. them. You are beautiful. You are handsome. You're mm-hmm. smart. You're everything. You're a whole package. Never let somebody make you feel less than what you are because they don't want to show you up. If they won't show you up, baby, somebody else will. And then, and even before then, show yourself off. Say that. Because y'all, I ain't gonna lie, I used to do self-love days, and the person that I was, like, crazy about when I um was dealing with these, I'm like, hey, I know we can't, like, do anything, but maybe we should dress up and just, and he ain't want to do that. So, COVID hit, and I started dealing with the little boo thing, or whatever the fuck you want to call him, and I was like, hey, I just want to get dressed up. I just ran it past him, and he was like, oh, that's dope, and mind you, COVID hit, we wasn't able to see, he was in a different state. The man got dressed up for me, y'all. And literally, virtually had, I guess what you can say is a date technically, but since it wasn't in person, I don't count it because I still haven't had my first date. But it's the fact that you gave effort in a way that nobody else did. And it's amazing to realize the change in yourself, like certain shit I wouldn't accept. But now, like, I used to accept everything. Don't get me wrong. I used to accept everything. You could probably beat my ass when I was, like, a kid. And I'd probably be like, oh, okay. Like, you know what? But you love me, though. Because I was I was feeling a void that my dad left. And it really hurt when, um, like, my dad, like, and this is all coming back now. Because I'm just in an emotional state losing kind of a guy that I was, like, crazy about. Like, it sucked that my baby father caused me to lose my father. But I saw my father's true colors because the day he told me to kill myself was like the hardest Mm. like day ever because he told me to kill myself because my baby father was talking shit about him. He told me to kill myself because my baby father had a conversation with him because my baby father decided to steal his number out of my phone and talk shit to him like he lost his fucking mind. After I told him that this is the first time in years that me and my father has talked so I don't really want to you know like you know, and it hurts a lot because my baby, my, not my baby father, but my dad, he belittles me a lot. Um, and I'm always called his dumb blonde. He calls me stupid all the time. Um, and it, it, it really hurts. And a lot of people never knew why that those words trigger me. But I realized that I'm still emotionally attached to that stuff, which is why it will cause my relationships to go downhill because they didn't know why I was spazzing out. It was just, I wasn't able to voice it. And then the boo thing that, um, you know, I stopped dealing with recently, he had a habit. I told him like, yo, I don't like being called a dumb blonde. And he's like, yo, I like it. Cause you're so corny and stuff like that, because you really are the blackest dumb blonde girl that I know. I, I, I let it slide. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna just correct you. Like real shit. I already told you. I don't like when people say that. Um, or whatever, because it, it triggers me back to my father. It triggers me back to that day that I attacked my big father, and he came at me reckless for all the... Like, it triggers me back to so much stuff. When I realized that I was getting triggered, I realized I did not mentally heal from any of the shit that happened that day. All of that happened in one day. So what people have to realize it is a ton my dad let me tell y'all my dad was really finna fight me he told me after my baby father and some guy we live with jumped me he's like all right now come here be like the nigga that you think you are i said well there five minutes my nigga was good i did not give a fuck that is fucked up this my daddy nigga you ain't been here for how many years do you think i won't come fight you like a random nigga off the motherfucking street 
you got me fucked up. I'm finna take my shots. Like, you got me fucked up. And it's sad that my mom had to mediate between me and my dad. I never wanted to like that, but he would have never came on my brother like that. And this is the disgusting thing about dating. I only wanted to date to make sure I did not get a nigga like my daddy, and I ended up with a nigga like my daddy. Because when we date, we choose somebody who reminds us of our parents. But you know what? And let's be real. Did you think that, like, my when you first met my baby father, did you think, like, he was like that? Honestly, y'all, yeah. they been here for a lot of... She, she been here for a lot of shit, a lot of phone calls. I mean, emergency phone calls. She done seen a lot of shit. Um, we go and way I, back. We go we're, back. We're way back. Middle school back. But you know what hurt my feelings is one day we were talking, and I don't know if you remember this, but I was, like, spazzing out, and I said something. And he was like, wait, that really happened? I thought it was a dream. And that kind of, like, hurt my feelings. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's fucked up that my life is that fucked up that somebody thought they drink, they dreamt the shit, my nigga. Like, that hurt me a lot because I'm like, what the fuck was I allowing as a kid? But, you know, you're a kid. You get, you, you got to yeah. learn. But mm, my mental well, health didn't heal from that relationship. I mean, it healed, definitely. I'm so much better. But a lot of shit that has happened, it did not heal from that day. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about ways to protect your mental health when you're in a relationship Ooh, know your worth definitely you know, know something worth. else that you could do that i wish that i would have done with all of my relationships what's that whenever you have a problem you squash it right then and there because oh, if yeah. you go to bed mad you're going to stay mad and it's going to build up and build up and build up and build up and then you're just a boom you're also- going to explode in a relationship, don't be afraid to ask for dates. I was afraid to ask for right. dates. The reason I say that, and it sounds so corny, because dates are when you're supposed to get to know somebody. You never mm-hmm. stop learning your partner. I don't give a fuck if it's 20 years from then or 30 years from then. You never mm-hmm. stop. I was looking at something, because I do a lot of like podcasts and stuff like that, but it was some podcast where they were saying, like, every 10 years, you become a new you. Um, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck do they mean? Like, you don't always be you, but if you always improving yourself, you will always be a new you. So there's yeah. nothing, something like maybe last year your partner thought this, but something in your life made you change your mind about something. So now your partner needs to know that you changed. So on those dates, I don't give a fuck if it's monthly, weekly. Don't make it be yearly, y'all. Like, I ain't doing saying do no one year date. I, I prefer that you do a date night every week. If you can't afford that, you money wise, but some people are just too fucking busy. Do a day night every month. Give you know, Listen. have somebody take care of the kids and y'all just love on each other and show fun. love, share love. I got one fun fact. <laughs> um every every seven to ten years, um, the body cells are yeah they replace themselves. I love so it. So every cell in your body is replaced every seven to ten years. So you are a completely new person and ends up. That's gross. That's why I'm in your house. Oh, uh, that's just that skin cell. That's all my uh uh-uh. uh. Y'all be like, where all this dust come from? Nigga, you! The fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's you got a new you now. Fix it. You got so um, much dust in your house. You can make a whole new fucking person. Not only do you need to do dates with your partner, do self-love dates. Um, self, you learn yourself, 
and you reevaluate um what's going on in your life and you exit out the bad things in your life. I'm not saying exit out the relationship. I'm saying find stuff in the relationship that y'all can and communicate it with each mm-hmm. other so that you know and ask your partner to do the same thing. Let them go out with the guys. Let them go out with the girls and you know mm-hmm. y'all discuss something and you come back like you know what. I don't like when you do X, Y, and Z, but can we work on this together? And if you don't like something, tell me now. Y'all give each other like homework assignments. And I know it sounds corny as fuck, but it's not like we saying go write an essay. What I'm saying is find something in your relationship that you can better and come together as partners so that your relationship can get stronger. Yeah. Absolutely. And if that don't work, just bounce your ass. No, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Don't. Yeah. My don't ignorant side. Come at Low dance in front of them. Oh, girl, I... Okay. Fun fact. Fun story time, I guess. I, I was telling my friend... Y'all know I'm skinny as hell. If anybody know me, I'm skinny as hell. But when I say I can get sexy if I want to get sexy, I'm just not that type of girl. I'm more... I think I'm more boyish. You think I'm more boyish or more girly? Um... I don't know. I think I'm a mix. Are you dress sexy girly? Yeah, but anyways, pictures. Yeah, mm, I seen them pictures too. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I was telling my friend how to do some stuff, and I I just told her like, you know, you got a body, you gotta appreciate it. What I want you to do, and I know you're uncomfortable, but how about you step out your comfort zone? I don't give a damn if you get on the floor, start shaking your ass in a sexy ass like position, and see what your man do. And she did it, and it worked. It worked. It it was like a fun thing. And I'm not saying to fix your problems, have sex, but she just wanted to kind of like spice up and step out of her comfort zone. And I was telling her stuff. When it comes to your relationship, spice things up. Step out of your comfort zone, bro. Now I ain't say, I ain't telling you to go do nothing that's gonna put your life in danger. Don't do that shit. Don't go that far. Um, but step out of your comfort zone and be willing to explore with your partner. That is the best thing to keep your relationship fun yes. and free. And it will, honestly, when you're having a hard time, those adventurous days will kind of put those bad mental thoughts on a halt for a little bit. And it's always okay to pause life for a little bit, okay? Always okay. And and, and don't be afraid to to cuddle with that person here and there when you're back when you're like feeling mentally drained because sometimes your partner is there to help you yes get get better if your person ain't there to help you what is that person there for in fact when you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. you are there to balance each other out in all aspects, financially, mentally, emotionally, emotionally, yes, all physically, you mm. balance each other out. One day that person might be depressed, and you have to step up to the plate. What do you need, yes. baby? What can I help you with, baby? How can I be there for you, baby? Do you want me to hug you? Do you want me to cook your favorite meal? Do you do you want to laugh? Do you want to hear a funny joke? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to just sit in silent and I just hold you all night? Or or I ain't got to hold you. Do you want me to just shut up and I just sit in the same room with you? Or not even in the same room. We still in the same house. I'll be in the other room. But you could always pop your head in and see that I'm here. Mm-hmm. And I'll scoot over, hold the cover open so you can come and lay down. What, what I love. I love that you just said that. Because a lot of people think that a relationship is 50-50, 100% of the time. No, a, a relationship can be any percentage, bro. 
Yeah, like it's it's going to be a time where I know for a fact he's going to feel down, mm-hmm. and I got to step up to that plate. Hey, baby, how can I help you? What do you need right now? Fuck mm-hmm. what I need. What do you need? For what your do you need? Exactly. Because now I'm going to worry myself crazy because I'm too busy focused on why you're depressed. Mm-hmm. But don't get too focused on that too. Yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie. Some people, the problem is some people are um, how, how empathetic. They're very empathetic, and everybody else's problem becomes their problem. Someone mental health can really run off on you and fuck you up. Sometimes, and I'm not saying don't support your relationship. I'm not saying that you have to know how to separate your mental problems from other people's mental problems and your relationship mental problems. You know. So be very careful with that because sometimes saving somebody can be very fucking toxic. What did J. Cole say? Don't save her. She don't mm-hmm, want to be mm-hmm. saved. Don't save oh, her. don't do that. She don't want to be saved. <laughs> so no, let's that, talk about... No role models. No role he got models. some good songs, actually. But let's talk about, and to close it out, um, the ending of a relationship and how to take care of your mental health. What do you feel like somebody... I like how I just said health right there. Okay, anyways. Um... <laughs> What do you feel like are some things to protect your mental health in a breakup? When you break up, never end it messy. Always try yes. to come to some conclusion on why you guys need to break up. Never leave open room. Never mm-hmm. leave the door cracked. Close you get it too curious. Completely. Yes. Because you if you leave curious. it cracked, it opens up another world of wonders. You mm-hmm. know, there's a cracked door could easily be pushed over with the lightest breeze. The lightest. And you do not want that door to reopen if you wanted to close that door completely. Be firm. Mm-hmm. Be very firm. Don't wow. You don't want to wander into be halfway in that relationship and halfway in a different relationship. And never mm-hmm. mix your past relationship with your present relationship. Facts. When you a end lot of us things, do it. just end it. End mm-hmm. it right then and there. Now, if there's a kid involved, of course, things are going to cross paths. But it should never be in any other way other than that kid. And if your partner cannot understand that, your new partner cannot, then you have to reevaluate mm-hmm. yourself and see what is great for your mental health. Mm-hmm. Forget see. what everybody else is doing. What is good for your mental health? I think I'm I'm weird. Like I give very odd advice, but you know I I like to say that my advice, whenever I'm not being goofy, my advice is very like solid. Somebody that allow yourself to. It's okay. You invested time and and energy into something that you thought was going to last a little bit longer. So allow it out. Then once you get done out of that sad stage, don't sit there too long, baby. I tell I tell everybody I give. And after a week, I'm getting your ass out the motherfucking house. So whether you like it or not, then we're going to get out. The next week is get out and enjoy life like nothing ever happened. Because the more you train your brain to kind of like, oh, I'm okay. I'm, I'm going to do normal stuff. Your, your body starts to be like, you know what? Life is actually going to be okay without this person. You know, like, um, and it's hard to get into that. Yes. And you have um, because for a while, you're going to switch between both of these phases. Now, once you get past the whole going out and enjoying yourself and stuff, start to kind of like value yourself a little bit more. Reevaluate what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept. And this is a continuing cycle every time something starts and begins. Look at what you want out of that relationship and make sure you build 
this sounds very toxic you build those breakable walls don't build walls Mm -hmm. of cement build walls of like legos because it's okay to watch it but when somebody finally like crack through it and they actually making progress but when they knock them down and they 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 showing you something, you can build them right back the fuck up. Like it, it's nothing to it. Build them build them Legos back up, and maybe that wall will be a little bit higher next time. But when they knock them down, let's see if they make some more progress. Other than that, call it a day. After that, enjoy your motherfucking life because it takes a while. I say after a breakup, give yourself a good month before you think that you're gonna be out there ready to date. Unless you're the motherfucker that's out here breaking hearts, because, you know, and some people don't get bothered like everybody else. Some people can just bounce back. But I suggest that once you come out of a relationship, do not bounce into another relationship, because sometimes we get bothered by things that we don't know we're bothered by. So, be very careful. Yes, because baby, not everybody's gonna handle some things the right, the same way. You don't know where everybody's gonna this. Mm-hmm. Just remember, just remember these. There are always more people out there. Mm-hmm. If you think that this relationship that you're in now is failing and it's mentally draining, walk away. Thanks. If you've tried everything you can, walk away. It might hurt to walk away. Let it hurt. Let it let it go on. It, it might not heal today, might not heal tomorrow, but it's going to heal. It takes time, and when it heals, you're going to be in a better space mentally, emotionally, and financially. You're going to be able. You're going to be the best you you could possibly be, and then you're going to meet someone who's going to level you out. Mm-hmm. Don't ever settle for less, because if you settle for less. You're going to take a toll on your mental appearance. Exactly. Exactly. And always close the door fully. Never leave it open. Never leave it cracked. Close it and move forward with your life, with your chapter. Don't look back. Do not look back. Whatever you do, don't look back. Things happen for a reason and let it be. Stop trying to fix something that is Mm -hmm. broken, that is shattered. If it's fixable, it's fixable. If it's not, and it's damaged beyond repairs, stop holding on to it. It's going to drain you. It's going to Mm -hmm. suck the life out of you, and you're going to be in this depressed state. Just keep moving forward. I say this all the time. I've told all of my friends when they come to me advice. If you're going to look back, the only thing I need you to look thing. What are you missing from that relationship? If if you see nothing but disrespect, Mm -hmm. if you see nothing but hatred, why the fuck are you missing that relationship, sweetie? Why? Because yeah. you deserve so much better. Man or woman, you deserve so much better. I'm not just speaking for the women. I'm talking about men, too, because I've watched some of my men friends go through hell and back, and they actually genuinely love these women. And personally, I think that they're good men. I don't know what they do to you. I don't know the full story, so I can't really, you know, 100% defend them. But I've watched their mental state go downhill, and they get affected just like us women. That's the, that's the sad part. I don't know why we got this misconception that men do feelings. That is the dumbest shit because they're still human too. Um, but I do think as the different sexes, we all the opposite sex to react a certain way. But please, just look at 
what are you missing? Are you missing being cheated on? Are you missing being disrespected, belittled, made a fool of? Are you missing being disappointed? What are you missing, baby? Because if everything on your fingers, when you count to 10 and everything shows negative, they ain't shit that you need to be trying to look back on. Okay? No. And Tay said it's the years. Yeah, that or, don't mean shit. Or the little laughters. Mm-hmm. Because you can find that somewhere else. Because I've been there before. Like, I've been like, yo, I never should have let go because now somebody else is getting what I asked for. Don't matter because guess what, baby girl? I never would have got that. that was I never would have got it. Who spent years with a man and she got nothing out of it. But then that same woman spent six months with a different man that other man proposed to her and she's living a happy fucking life. Mm-hmm. He was able to provide with her everything mentally, physically, emotionally. The things that that man friend that she was dating for years could not provide. Mm-hmm. So never settle. And never settle because you're comfortable. Don't. And on that note, guys, just to close out. Yes. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning into Venting Space with Zay. And Jay, and we hope that you guys continue to listen, help us grow, and support us. You guys showed up and showed out. Please pay attention to our next episode. Today's key word is cotton candles. Key word is cotton candles, you guys. Yes, remember, this is going on from November 1st today to November 20th. We look forward to seeing who wins. Yes. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye.